This is the Bill Squire Show. Um, the fact that he popped in and did 20 minutes on the Alan Cox show was like, I'm like, okay, this dude just wants to have fun. The only knock on him is I have yet to really actually hear any stand-up from him. And that's not a knock. That's just well, he's got a special having... coming out tomorrow. I'm going to watch it and see what I think. There you Netflix, go. Yeah. Netflix, yeah. Netflix, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see that because it is usually just like the crowd like work the crowd stuff. Work, yeah. yeah. So, we'll, we'll, I mean, he's got other specials out that uh, I've, I've watched most of. Uh, the one that's like OnlyFans, and then the other one that's I didn't watch the other one, but I was like, okay, like it's 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 fine stand up. I'm a harsh critic when it comes <laughs> to stand up, so like. I wasn't blown away by it, but I wasn't like disappointed by it either. I wasn't like this is garbage. So hey, hey boy, welcome to this week's episode of the Bill Squire Show, everybody. I'm Bill Squire. There's Tommy. Hi. And there's Pants. Hi. Tommy again. Numbers have been low. <laughs> but then your microphone's in the way anyway, so it doesn't matter. So <laughs> we can't we can't just use you. <laughs> we can't use it. We just have to. Uh, just have to listen to you, I guess. I guess. <laughs> and look at your, well, I'll you try to be gotta, burpy today. Oh, that we the burpy boys love you. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Now the now the boobs are there. Boobs. Uh, all right. So this week, first of all, I don't. Uh, King of wishful thinking has been in my head all week. We just got a text before the show that somebody else has got it on repeat. <laughs> uh, and are I, they sad? No, I, I I can't tell you that I like I didn't ever think of that as a so- sad song until Pants told that story because I never paid attention to the lyrics. Oh yeah. And then I listened, to it, I was like, oh, I guess this is kind of sad, but it's also like such a bop that you're just like, yeah. who gives a fuck? No, it's like such a coked up '80s jam. Yeah. You don't. It's like, hey, yeah. You don't realize how sad <laughs> the lyrics mm-hmm. really are, which I is love, the best. I love, that's I love the that. best music. Yeah, like that to favorite. me is like the best fucking music. Mm-hmm. Hide all the sadness and all the happiness right. in plain sight. And you don't realize how fucking terminal it is until it's too late. Right. And the light, anyways, how's it going? Is, um, hi, everybody. <laughs> well, that's, fine. that actually leads into something I want to talk about. How <laughs> we were group chatting uh, last week. And uh, <laughs> let, me, let me pull this up. Uh, because we were... Not the dark wave stuff. What were we talking about? Like getting dark early. Uh, going to bed? N- no, like, well, we just like pants was complaining that the sun's going down so early. And uh, I'm the most goth. That was it. Okay. So. No, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, okay. So okay. here's our, we're, we're all in the group chat. And. Uh, Which is just the three of us, by the way. For yes. The listeners at home. Pants, pants says the sun goes down at 4 30 p.m., but I'll. Go down whenever you want. I'm stronger, more caring than the center of the universe. Oh yeah, maybe so that got it going that, for yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, so that's how you woo women on dating apps, or you uh, don't. Uh, either way, yeah. Uh, suggested that possibly that should be a T-shirt, which I love mm-hmm. that. Uh, and then uh, you say, "Damn, premature nighttime really is here. This blows." And I go, "Unpopular opinion." Fuck daytime. I fuck with depression weather. The things I enjoy are better suited for nighttime. Very and then, true. And then Pants go, chimes in. Didn't have Bill pegged as the most goth, goth person on the chat, but here we are. And I Learned something it out with, week. And I closed it out with enjoy your sunshine, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, Bill, Bill won the sad award for the day. It, wasn't I don't, really sad. It, I, it doesn't get me sad. That's no, the no, thing. it's like I won the darkness award for the yeah, day. Yeah, darkness for sure. Yeah. Like darkness is my light. Ooh, wow! <laughs> that was Let's write that song. Okay, Gomez. <laughs> darkness is my light. Oh, that's actually another good. I watched Adam Family Values the mm-hmm. other night. Mm-hmm. So good, I, so good. It fucking better than the first one. I like. I like the first one, but the Adam's Family Values is a fucking nineties gem of a movie that is so of that time and is just fucking perfect. It's pretty meta, isn't it? Yeah. I haven't seen it since I was like a kid. But well, I... it's 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 meta, but it's also like really satirical. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's self-referential. Is that the word? 
not I wouldn't even say self-referential as much as it's like it's definitely aware of itself. Like mm-hmm. it's definitely aware that's a movie, uh, but it doesn't really fully break the fourth wall. But it's you know they, they got notes on the first movie, and instead of saying we're going to tone this down, they ratcheted it up. And you get great performances by everybody that's in the Adams family, but then also Joan Cusack is so fucking funny and yeah. just a delight in that movie. And it's so dark and like there's so many like really like wild references that when I was a kid, I was like, Oh, I kinda get this, but then watching it as an adult, you're like, Oh, that's that's real <laughs> fucked up. I'll have to dust it off again. Because yeah. yeah, I think I was probably a teenager when I saw it. Yeah. But I could tell there was a lot of the writers really swung for the fences on that, and they somehow scooted a lot of shit past the studio on that. Oh one, yeah, like, so. well, because there's there's stuff in it that's just really smart too. Yeah, and just and even like when they uh, so there's a they go on a double date, and they go to this restaurant that is in a cave, and it, I think it's like a like referencing the tavern on the green in uh central park but this is a real fucking cave and then the band is behind bars i don't and, remember like, that yeah and then like they I do they it not that long ago and then they do the that's where they do the uh tango together okay okay yeah and the whole time they're doing the tango fester's trying to make uh joan cusack's character laugh I'm like putting breadsticks up his nose and shit like that but it's it's very uh just like the way that Gomez and Morticia interact with each other and like do little things to like get each other jealous so that they can fuck with other people. <laughs> like it's, I was like, oh man, I like I thought this was funny was like as a kid, but like now I'm fucking horny. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I want a Morticia. Uh, well, I mean, between Raul Julia and Angelica mm-hmm. Houston and Christina Ricci, like that, yeah. that's pretty solid fucking cast. Like, well, and then you have Christopher Lloyd is faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have uh, who who played the granny? Because she was only the granny in the second one. Uh, I always forget her name. I just know there's a lot of Jim and Pam ass couples out there that think they they're Morticia and Gomez, right? Jim and Pam from The Office. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate them as a couple. Jim and Pam. Yeah. No, I'm I'm always Michael Scott, Jan Levinson, Gold, all day. All day. Uh, <laughs> but that's, 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 that's like a really toxic bad relationship. Hey, Bill, take yeah, a look back at my resume. Uh, Carol Kane is who See I'm if it doesn't of. line up. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, like, the brother-sister relationship that Pugsley and Wednesday have where they are just, like, like Pugsley doesn't question anything. He's actually just a bro. Mm-hmm. And he, mm-hmm. like, he's, he's not trying to, like... I remember him being a real golden retriever of a character. He kind right? of is, but, like... When I w- watched it this time, and maybe it's because I was a little bit high too, I was like, "There's a little more depth in just like like he he's actually not as weird as the rest of the family, but he's like, this is who my family is, so I'm gonna be there for them. Like he's he he's okay with the darkness, he's okay with the weirdness, but he's also just like, hey, fuck these other people, they suck. <laughs> Our family is what it's at. So he's kind of just like that ride or die. Like I'm in the mafia." This is my family. I'll do whatever it takes to keep them safe and protect them. And he, he is AJ rules. Soprano. Yeah, no, he's not because AJ's a pussy, and Pugsley, <laughs> Pugsley is not a so, pussy. So Pugsley's metal. Pugsley's a pussy in the show. Did what? you watch the show? On the show, maybe. Yeah. Did so, you watch so, it? So, no, it was good. No, I should watch it's it. It's good. So then, so Ooh, Pugsley's. Did you see that look she just gave it's me? Because I haven't watched it. It's good. <laughs> she goes, oh. Someone's getting judged a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Pugsley in the in the in the second movie especially, like he's not the smartest or whatever, but he just whatever it takes to just back up his sister, make sure that she's uh safe, and then just uh do his own weird shit at the same time. Like <laughs> when they're doing archery and they're like, All right, now point at the target and he just goes boop and shoots a bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta. Like, I mean, I'm really. I, I gotta watch it because I just remember. It's worth another. I remember. Re-watch. Well, yeah, for sure. I just remember Wednesday made was doing a monologue on Native Americans or something. In we got the some, of we it. got some fans out here. Hi, 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 hello. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's amazing how literally I'll just take The Sopranos and try to analogize 
anything in the world to it. <laughs> I think that's, that's a great thing to do. I think that's the only show I've really ever tried championing in my life. It's, I mean, The Sopranos meme pages are the best. I, what did I just, I sent you guys one just like a couple hours ago, I think. Like a, I feel Sopranos no less something. than 14 Sopranos memes a day, as well as <laughs> like in and out. They just, they just. They're nonstop. And well, I'm not complaining about that. It's it's wonderful, but yeah, that's that's doing a lot of Sopranos numbers. I want to rewatch. I just don't have time. Also, in my I kind of did like a halfway rewatch. In my previous but it was Jan just, like, Levin, wasn't paying attention enough. Brandon's never seen it, so I want to get him to watch it. Listen, I mean, I've never had any moment with you and Brandon where I'm like. Maybe things are rocky, but now <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, Brandon, you need to get on that. <laughs> also, I was Jan Levinson Gold in my previous metaphor for my dating resume, for clarity's sake. Oh, you're her. Yeah, I'm Jan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not about mm-hmm. to, no, I'm not about to shit on my exes like oh. that. No. <laughs> I'm Jan. They're, gotcha, they're gotcha. Michael asses, Michael Scott asses. <laughs> fucking. Uh, the the one that I sent you earlier was the the meme of Christopher doing uh It's called the Marvels T. It's a movie about three broads that all have the same super name, superhero name, and some uh same superhero powers. But you gotta watch eight different shows on Disney Channel to have any fucking idea what's happening. <laughs> fucking, I great. love reading memes. Yeah, that's what we used to do. That's a whole segment. It's is called, Tom memes it's called the Marvels T. <laughs> That was that was good. I got well. It. The guy like the guy reads and he does a good Christopher uh, impression. Uh, I saw the Marvels. Yeah, it was fine. It was like it wasn't the best MCU movie, but it, it's only an hour and a half long, like a little over an hour and a half. Oh, That's kind of perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they kind of didn't give a fuck. Like they did some wild stuff in this movie mm-hmm. that was just like, oh shit, that that's like. There's a very tongue-in-cheek singing scene, which was very funny. Like a musical? Yeah. I fucking hate it. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. You sold me on like an hour and a half, and then you said musical, and I'm like, it pisses me off so bad when shows do that. But they did it in a way that like they're like very aware that like we know people are fu- we know people are going to hate this, and Ugh. like- they just kind of got a, like, they, they leaned into it and did a, like, Disney princess. Because of all the shit women? they get for having women in the lead and stuff like that. They're like, oh, yeah, you, you hate that? Well, now you're going to fucking hate this because we're going to make uh, Captain Marvel do a dance and song number. I mean, there's a funny way to do it. Like, going yeah. back to the Adams Family, it's like, yeah. yeah, I don't have a problem with. I thought they did it in a funny way. Self-aware, satirical shit in the Marvel universe. It's just to me, like, make make a good move. Like, they all look so assembly lined together now. Well, that's like, that's kind of why I like this one because I'm like, I don't know where the fuck this movie's like, going. Like, visually, though, did it look like the last 12 Marvel movies? You know what I mean? Well, it looked like a bunch of Marvel movies jammed together because there's <laughs> so, well, cause, cause there's all this space stuff. Yeah. And then you get like the Jersey City stuff from Miss Marvel. And then you, you got like them going to different planets and stuff. So it's it's kind of all over the place. So like 80% green screen, 20% one block in like Manhattan of actual grounded <laughs> reality shots. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, but it's, but even the green screen stuff, like I feel like they did good job of melding the, like this is more for the locations because some of the CGI is definitely like rushed bullshit, like they always do. But there's also another scene that is fantastic where I mean you guys don't mind if I just kind of throw some stuff out there, right? So um, I, I mean I'm, I my I would I would love to see it, but it ain't gonna happen anytime soon. Yeah, I'm yeah, too yeah. fucking busy. So there's uh, if you remember the first one. The cat that's in the movie is a flurgan, mm-hmm. flurkin, and there's a scene where they're on the space station with Nick Fury, and they got to get everybody off there. And the only way they can do it is there's a bunch, there's like a, a flurkin infestation on the space station, so everybody that's on the space station has to get eaten by the cats oh. to get saved. So because I can put all the little cats in a rescue pod, but not all the people. So it's just a scene of people getting eaten by the squid mouths of the cats, and it's 
fucking great. Sounds like some James Gunn type of. It's it's got that kind like, of feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm just ready to see like Daredevil foil a bank robbery somewhere in Hell's Kitchen. Like let's just something let's, more simple. Let's rein it back in. Let's yeah. have like you I know, think they're heading that Spider-Man save too. a kitten from a tree. Let's get. Like, <laughs> but like there was some good laughs. There was some good like gags in it. And like I said, it's not super long. It it moves along, and then the cameo at the end fucking slaps. Hell yeah. I was trying to think of the first porn star that came to mind, and there was none. There was uh, oh, as a mind. cameo. Yeah, no. doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Oh, you want to know who the cameo was? No, I don't want to know because okay. I'm going to see it. Like okay. I, I will. I, I still. I, I go I see. Hate... Here's here's what I'll say. I, I'd see it again if you guys want to go. Just let yeah. Me know. Like I, I hate I'm how jaded I sound about it. Like I hate like the whole point of Marvel movies. Is I want to oh. get excited about it. I don't want to sound like I'm fucking over it because yeah. I'm not. But uh, time's getting gappa gould this weekend. Oh, are you going back to you going back to Thursday? Oh, nice. Yeah, Thursday okay. and Monday. I fucked up though because Wednesday's Chris's birthday, Monday's Brandon's, and oh. I'm gonna be with the wrong, the wrong guys. Yeah. No, I didn't. It wasn't like doing that intentional. Like, oops, I fucked up. But mm, I'm sure they're heartbroken. They, none of us can <laughs> fuck about birthdays. <laughs> well, it's life's about forgiveness. I am sad that I'm gonna miss the um the black cat thing on Sunday. Yeah, no, um, that's that's your move though. You, you, you can't be in Jersey for any. Right? I mean, you can't not be in Jersey when stuff goes. Yeah, we're, we're um. Yeah, tell me about Sunday. Black, Black Cat Barber Shop. Well, this is gonna air the day after, but I'll put it out early if we if you want. Um. Yeah, we're doing Black Cat Barber Shop's fifth anniversary party Sunday this Sunday night at Old Eighty Six, and then the night before we're doing Members Only Dave's DJing. Oh, that's this. I'm excited. Yeah, we got that. a. It's kind of action packed weekend at the bar, I'm and a, I'm definitely gonna be there for uh, Dave's night of DJing. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Um. Um and Sunday, yeah, Dave's a good I have dude. a billion things going on though. Sunday. Dave's an interesting dude too. He is. He's a good dude. And then uh we got a we got a highball machine installed at the bar. Hey. So it's there's a lot just a lot going on right now. And what bar is it's, that? Hmm? What bar is that? Old eighty six. <laughs> AKA old lady sex. <laughs> old eighty six. So you know the usual. Just <clears throat> there she is. Know, the usual just burp was kind of Thomas, Thomas is ready to mosh tonight. Thomas is ready to enjoy the show really tonight. A- amped up today. I'm not amped She's excited. up. She's my, my stomach hurts. My no, but like your energy is there. Yeah, you're, like you you're have, there. You, you kind of have some fidgety, like, I want to throw some elbows. I'm, ready. Like, I'm not going to throw elbows. Whatever. But, but, not like, with that not. attitude, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, like, like, I was there, tired. There's a, little, there's a little chaos in Tommy tonight. There's all, yeah. Chaos, yeah. It's a little ball of chaos. No, I, I was it's tired, me. and then Tommy, I'm picking up on Tommy's energy, so it, it's it's good. I I needed it. I needed it. It's 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 uh. The uh the ghost started to work, I guess. Ah, the ghost. The ghost yeah. drinks. Uh, all right. So let's get into this week's topic. What is it? Uh, we're gonna talk about. So last week, people really did like the sad stories that did not make them cry, but made them laugh. There were a few people like, oh, like I want to give you a hug right now. But the fact that I'm telling you guys a story really uh, got people giggling and like I and you guys giggled a lot. I'm not above admitting sometimes I listen to our episodes and as I was listening to it, I go, yeah, this. I mean, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like I was like, oh, let's let's render ourselves further undateable as as <laughs> claiming to be hung up on X's still to the Gaslight Anthem. But yeah. a great episode, and I suffer for my art. I yeah. will always. It's a sacrifice willing to make. So this week I'm going to tell you guys a story about. Are you going to try to make us cry? No, this oh. is all. This is just. Are a you going straight... to try to make us laugh? I'm not going to try to do anything. <laughs> just tell cry? you a story <laughs> and see what happens. Here's what I'm going to do. This is a choose your own ending. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Tommy's got her fucking. She's like, are you going to try and make us laugh? Like, <laughs> you're, you're prickly today. That's spicy. that's a spicy. good way to put it. Yeah, spicy <laughs> Tommy. We like spicy Tommy. So I'm gonna tell you about my worst bomb ever on the road, like the first, like the worst. And like I had, because keep in mind, like I started doing stand up when I was 22, and I started working the road within a year. And like going doing, like I remember one one place, like the first place I ever had to do like a 30 minute set was uh, a casino, but it was like a it was a weird like fake North Dakota casino in a hotel where they had like casino night 
And then like it's for charity. And then they take that stuff away. And then we do comedy. And so th- that was actually the second night. The first night was in like a different, just like basement bar. Did really well there. Was happy with that one. But this next night, it was a tough room. And the headliner told me, he's like, hey, just so you know, you did great last night. You're not going to do good tonight. And I was like, no, I'm going to do good tonight. And he's like, I'm telling you, man, this is a tough room. I've been doing this for a long time. You're not going to do good tonight. Just do your time and and don't panic. Get through it. Yeah. Just take your time. Go slow. And I was like, fuck, he doesn't know me. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm Bill Squire. Bill motherfucking Squire. <laughs> right. I'm like a year into comedy. I'm already doing 30 minutes on the road. Uh, when they also when they offered me the money, like I was fucking blown away. Well, it was a lot, right? No. Oh, but it was a lot to me. No, I'm saying like at the time, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of money to you. To me, it was okay. So it was uh, five shows, four nights, and it was it was five hundred dollars. And but I had to drive to Minot, North Dakota, <laughs> which is how long? Like eleven hours, twelve hours? Uh, probably fifteen. Oh God! But yeah. five hundred bucks when you're twenty two years old. I don't care how good or bad you got it. Five hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, and and gas was maybe two bucks at the time. Right, right. Uh, I was like, here I go. So I I drove out there and I did this gig for five hundred bucks and it was, uh. Fucking awesome. Like, just to be able to make that money. But, like, I remember when I got booked for it, it was, like, months in advance. And they're like, they're like, yeah, we'll come down this way in June. Uh, this one pays 500 and then the next week pays 500 And then, like, it was a three-week run, and that one's 600 And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm be making money. It's like, yeah, you can stay in the hotels the whole time. Like, we got, we got take care of you. And so, like, I had over $1,000 worth of work. But, like, now... That's insane. So was that me. the most money you'd been paid at the time to do stand up? Yeah, okay. by by like a lot. Yeah, because you're tw- you're basically still a kid, and when you get thrown on five hundred dollars to do something that's your dream, dream, yeah, you love to do. Right. That's a big fucking deal. It absolutely was. And so I, uh, because because I didn't audition for this booker in Sioux City, Iowa, and he just booked all this stuff all over the Midwest, and I went in there and as a show in the back of a pizza place and I went and did a guest set and when I got in there like the host went up he did okay and then I went up packed room like really fucking perfect little comedy room and I just said something like the this lady goes uh oh he's cute and I was just like <laughs> and like like whatever reaction I gave fucking already floored the crowd like what i don't even remember exactly what i did but i just reacted to her saying he's cute and i was like okay like whatever and had him did my jokes fucking crushed and the guy's like yeah that went rough like kind of fucking with me like being like but no it was great yeah. and, and he's like call me monday we'll give you dates and uh so then he gave me all these dates to to go out and and do like feature work and i was pumped for that and one of those dates was later in the year, and it was at a casino in northern Minnesota. So another like situation where over the weekend I make five or six hundred bucks, and I got to drive for twelve hours there and twelve hours back. But by this time I at least had merch, so I could sell that. But it's also like the winter in Minnesota, like so, the only place in America that gets colder than Cleveland or Ohio. Yeah, it's yeah. it's brutally cold. But that does mean everybody goes to these shows. Like all these shows get it's like the thing the to fuck do. Out. Yeah, and so this is a Tuesday night in I don't even remember the name of the town, but someplace <laughs> in in Minnesota. I'm driving there all day, uh, and I get there. This is probably 2005 or 2000. It's either December of 2005 or like January of 2006. And you're driving by yourself. Driving by myself, and that's that. That none of that stuff ever bothered me because no, but I, I, twelve hours in a car by I yourself is a long ass time. I can't do anything past three by myself. I get sleepy. I like driving as much as you do or anybody else, but man, yeah, twelve hours is a haul. But I couldn't do it now. But when again, you're 22 and you're trying to follow your dreams, yep. and you're like, okay. So what I would do at that time is, uh, I had uh, a Ford Focus, and it played MP3s, but they would play like MP3 CDs. Mm-hmm. 
So you could, like, I could burn episodes of, there's like a torrent site that had full episodes of Opie, Opie and Anthony. Or I, like, I did have the XM thing. I think at that time I was just listening to Opie and Anthony on XM, and it would just play on a loop all day. And so I just listened to Ron and Fez and Opie and Anthony all day on that. And that's like, okay, you have something to entertain you for most of that trip. And you just, you know, it's all flat and like it's it, it wasn't like the driving never bothered me at that time. Yeah. Now it bothers me. Like I can't I can't <laughs> really do it. But uh I got there, check into the hotel. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm in a casino. I've never even been in a casino before, so this is like new to me. And then they show us where we're doing the show, and it is on the casino floor. I'm like, you guys don't got a door or like there's gotta be banquet rooms and something like nope, this is where the show is. And so it's like a few like cocktail tables, uh, and then you're just hearing all the machines, people <laughs> playing, people like walking around, people arguing, like ah, that should have hit, like uh. blah blah. Uh, and <laughs> this is a hillbilly fucking town too, like hillbilly ass town. And I mean, it's fucking middle of nowhere. And so these are people that are in their twenties and have four kids, and the oldest is like in the cart with the other kids like that kind of like <laughs> they you know it's it's a very uh like you you go to high school you get a job in a trade and you marry the girl from high school but you fuck all her friends and like so you're you in get old, divorced you're, in the 30s so minnesota is basically like ohio is oh yeah absolutely <laughs> but like you know suburbs of or not suburbs but like the the parts of ohio that are i mean it's kind of all ohio mm-hmm. but i go up there and i I'm doing my joke, and one of my jokes at the time was about how, uh, yeah, I'll take another, about how my parents are trying to kill me, but they're not trying to kill me. They're just like, like, like that was like whole thing. Like for my birthday, they got me a a deep fat fryer. They want me to slowly eat myself to death, but they're like that wasn't working enough. So for my for Christmas, they got me a toaster. That's for bathtub use. <laughs> and I'm like, I think it's just a regular toaster. And they're like, just use it in the bathtub. Like, kind of like, uh, so that, that was the whole thing. And then I do this other joke about going on a roller coaster at Cedar Point and being too fat to ride. And as the joke ends with me going, I'd rather be remembered as the person that was too fat to ride the roller coaster. Uh, or I'd rather be the person that died on the roller coaster than the person that was too fat to ride it. And my dad was there, and he's like, let him ride. <laughs> Call back to the parents trying to kill me. And this girl looks at me, and she's probably 22. She's already had four kids, and she's just bewildered. And she goes, you still go to the amusement park <laughs> that was with what? your dad? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, she couldn't for one moment suspend disbelief go on this journey with me just l- let the joke land she was just like why would you go with your dad to like like even if you're an adult you can still go to places with your parents but not if you're from this town you don't you want you once go you're out of the, the house no, you go to the you casino take kids. by yourself she do anything with her dad she's just jealous <laughs> yeah <laughs> she couldn't yeah there's no even as a child she was not going anywhere with her dad yeah, she was just like shocked. Right. <laughs> but that was like, because it wasn't a heckle. Was there smoking allowed in this casino? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think yeah. it's still like oh. that. Most oh, casinos yeah. are like that all way. of them, I think. It's yeah, most disgusting. casinos are that. Yeah. I don't ever realize this until I'm on day two or three of being in a casino when I have a slamming migraine. I'm like, and I watch people walk by and they just fucking yeah. ripping heaters Chief and go, oh, yeah. yeah. So that was like, and, and so that was, that threw me off. I go through my entire like thirty minute set in like fifteen minutes because there's no laughs. laughs. There's no way to just save this at all. Just putting your head down, just mm-hmm. plowing through it. Yeah, and and then I get to the end of it. I'm like, I I don't know what else to do. I and I just fucking I bailed and I was like, hey, that's all for me. And then the headliner goes up and he did uh, this whole act where he had a bunch of like costume changes and music and shit like that. And it's the corniest, worst shit you've ever seen. <laughs> but, of course, this crowd loved it. I was about to say yeah. crushed. They fucking loved it. Because 
He's just playing a bunch of like classic rock and then dressing up like now I'm Mick Jagger, now I'm Prince. <laughs> <laughs> you you love all this, and they were still like they're like a little less Prince, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Bill, I guess the lesson learned there is he didn't mention going to the amusement park once with his dad. Yeah, I know, I know. I'll bet he didn't. Wait, not. they said less Prince in Minnesota. Well, because of part of Minnesota that it was in was like yeah, he's black. <laughs> oh, wears high <laughs> so he heels would, and stuff. Listen, there's still parts of you know Minnesota that aren't. Prince I mean, people. the most bizarre thing about Prince, not to completely sidetrack you, is he's from Minnesota. Yeah, like it, it's so wild. Yeah, he shouldn't be from anywhere on earth, but Minnesota yeah. seems like the least the likeliest place. place you could ever. But also, Minnesota's got like like Bob Dylan's from Minnesota too, and he also does. I don't know very. Be. I know very fucking little about the state of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I know Brock Lesnar's from there. No, he's not from there. Never mind. All right, I'm getting off topic Wisconsin here. Wisconsin or North Dakota, something. Like that. North Dakota, but he played. Um, he walked on the Minnesota Vikings uh, practice squad. squad. He'd never played football a day in his life, and he was so angry that he could beat up anyone in the world. And he was so good at wrestling. Then he got bored with wrestling, so he just goes, "I'm play football." Yeah. He goes, and they called up the Vikings, and he said, "Let me let me try out." And he was such a freak athlete that he was able to just walk on the team, which is like some Paul Bunyan shit. This is France? Yeah, they're going to be at the show. So anyway, the next night, though, uh, it was a college crowd because it was in uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota. Okay. And uh, NDSU is up there, North Dakota State University. And so it was in a Ramada that had, like, a club in it, and they would serve fish bowls. And so the kids would go and <laughs> get these. Sounds awesome, honestly. And get fucking ripped. And, it like, I, I did this room so much that, like, I was eventually headlining this room. And as the opener, is actually really fun to do. But when you're a headliner, they're so fucking wasted that it, it <laughs> falls apart. But I... <clears throat> Welcome to the party, Sorry, pal. continue. So I went up there and did my set, and it actually went really well that night. And because there are a bunch of college kids that didn't have the same... Oh, nice turn. Empathy. Empathy. It's not yawning. It's burping. <laughs> empathy burps. <laughs> uh, so it went to the point where, like, they uh, they actually liked my set more than the, the dance and uh, music cue guy. And... Somebody's like, you should go back up there. And I was like, oh, hell no. yeah. So like all my like the lowest <laughs> night I had in comedy was followed by the best night I had in comedy. Mm-hmm. So like it was it was really fun to to have those two things. And I go, okay, this is all gonna be all right. Like I can I can get through these tough times. I'm not gonna ever bail on my time like that again. Uh and then the rest of the weekend is at a club and that was really fun. Like we both did well there because it was like a mix of uh, it was in Moorhead, Minnesota, which is right on the border well, of Fargo. Because you were actually in a designated space for you to ply your craft. Yeah, and not in the <laughs> except of the it was still in a hotel, which is. But let me tell you about this because the first night, for whatever reason, it was Thursday, and they would do it in a banquet hall, and so it's like really, it was weird. I don't know why they would do that Thursday in the banquet hall, but they did. And then the rest of the weekend was in like the club space, which was set up perfectly for a comedy club and uh but that first night you remember, you guys know the red hat ladies i what are they though is it a church it's not a church thing it's kind of like a church thing but it's like it's like girl scouts for old ladies yeah they just wear hats and get fancy right yeah and then so it's like shriners for old women yeah something like that okay. I, I never figured but they were they were like a big part of the crowd on that thursday night show when we were in the banquet hall they're all like long tables and like round tables, like you're doing like a wedding reception. And uh, I was talking to them and I made them laugh a lot. And I'm like kind of a clean comic at this time too. Like I wasn't really doing much dirty stuff because I had just uh, like going to church as I became a road comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, w- I wasn't even I was still kind of going to church at this time because I I like if I was home I was still living with my parents. I had to go to church when they were. But then, like, by the end of that year, I was out. Anyway, uh, that weekend went really well, but that, that first night was the toughest night of, like, my comedy life where it was just like, oh, I'm never – I don't think I'm ever going to be able to 
I'm not gonna be able to do this for my living. So at this point, how long had you had you been doing comedy? Uh, about a year and a half. Okay. About a year and a half, yeah. But you knew at that point still, like, this is the path I'm on. Yeah. Well, I had no backup plan. Like, right, I right. No, yeah, like, you, I was like, and and it was also just like, just the emotions of like, okay, this I'm doing real bad. And then like you learn how to bomb and how to get out of the bomb. And like that's something that I figured out on that trip. And like, because there was another part of that run where I was eating my dick at a different club. And then I just started acknowledging it, and that, like, broke the tension, and then they started laughing at my jokes. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would always work if you kind of call it out. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what you got to do. do. Yeah. Uh, I would assume. But, it, like, especially at that time, like, with the level that I was at, because my jokes were okay, but they weren't, like, great. You were but, a year and a half into your career. Right. At no 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, by then I was 23 and a half. Then there's no excuse. <laughs> You're... Okay, Thomas. But it felt great, like going out and doing those gigs, and and having like money that I earned from stand up, and like showing my parents, I'm like, hey, I'm making money at this, and they're like, oh. I mean, like if you're living at home and you yeah. were making a grand or fifteen hundred bucks a month, like at that age, yeah, it was. It, it, you're getting by. It like, was. It was enough. You're doing like, good. I was able to buy an Xbox One. Uh, or Xbox 360. I bought an Xbox 360. Yeah, dude, you're fucking rich. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I felt. Like, because this also happened. We went and did radio for one of the clubs, and they were, it was during Hurricane Katrina. And they're as like, oh, what would you do if you're in this situation? I'm like, I'm going to get an Xbox 360. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like, are you going to loot? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to loot. I'm going to go get a 360. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Let it let it dry out for a few days and boom, you're all set. <laughs> that was that was when before that was when Kanye. That was the beginning. Yeah, that was the beginning of Kanye, mm-hmm. when George Bush don't care about black black people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Mike Myers had the single maybe the funniest <laughs> moment of his entire career. Did you ever see yeah. the uh, the hockey game moment with those two? I don't know if it's a deep fake or like an AI thing or. Something like that, but they're at a hockey game and they're like in the booth. Like, oh, it's got to be like a bit or something. Was but this after really like funny. that moment went viral? Yeah, and then I they, think I know what you're talking they about. Did like a hockey game thing, and Mike Myers just kept trying to keep Kanye from talking too much, and it was pretty funny. Yeah, I think, yeah, I I do think know I, now. I, yeah, that sounds familiar. That's not a deep fake. It was like was, an actual bit, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think Kanye kind of understood how the internet worked at that point. And yeah. Kanye West and now he's weird. Now he wears Sonic the Hedgehog boots. <laughs> and thinks slavery is a choice. Does he oh, still think slavery You know what it's from? It's from the fucking Love Guru. Oh. That's why nobody knew about it because it was like a deleted scene from the Love Guru. Gotcha. Oh, it was a scripted thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a scripted scene from the Love Guru uh, and... Uh man, that that movie like ruined Mike Myers' life. <laughs> I don't even think I tried watching it. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. did, but that's like why it hurt him so much because like he thought he had his next Austin Powers ready to go, and nobody liked it. And it, like like he didn't really do many movies after that. Like, I mean, he didn't start taking a stab at more serious roles. Like, and I think that's part of the reason is because Love Guru bombed so bad. I mean, but Mike, like, watch Mike Myers, you're, when you're responsible for, for Wayne Campbell and Austin Powers, like, that's, all right, man, dust yourself off. And Shrek. Do some more. Yeah, and yeah, Shrek, like, yeah. <laughs> the guy's made a bajillion dollars in generational, defined generations yeah. uh, worth of comedies for people, so I don't know. You don't need a stand-up. Adam Sandler, you don't see him, you, did, you don't mess with the Zohan, got right back up. Yeah. That don't matter to him. Well, Adam Sandler had that, like, built in to him. I feel like he just didn't. That dude, I like him. I love him for a lot of reasons, but that dude had no problem taking a lot of swings and doing some dumb shit. Mm -hmm. I I think not for a second, you know, not saying it's good or bad. Like, he just kept making shit. And then I also, I feel like he, 90% of his output is just so all his friends can get Paid. Paid. Paid, like yeah. you know, I, like no, he has yeah. tons of friends that weren't actors or comedians that all got roles in his shit, and it's like, what a guy! 
I love I that. Respect it. I respect He's the best. And some of his movies He's are like really. I mean, there's definitely a bunch of turds in there, but there's some that are like. They'll still make me laugh. No, he's, he's still funny. He's like, when you make... The guy's averaged, you know, between him and, and his production company, like, the guy makes, like, four or five features a year or whatever. Like, they're not all going to be. Right. But, like, he... they It was when people kind of turned on him as much as they, they could when he was doing those grown-ups movies mm-hmm. and all those Netflix movies, and everyone's like... And he just goes, he's like, I have kids. Yeah. He's yeah. like, this is what it's makes my kids laugh. <laughs> yeah. That's all that matters. And I go... I get you it. have to respect yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. he could sure. mumble a little more in them, but that's a personal hey. preference. <laughs> it, it, it's all very much. My children do not like to hear me mumble like that. <laughs> well, I saw him doing something the other day. Oh, he was there was a the statue of Fonzie. Uh, I don't know where it was at, but like, there's a statue. Of, I have no idea there was such a thing, and I it, love the Fonz. There's there's a statue of the Fonz. And he's doing Waterboy. He's like, Mr. Coach Klein, <laughs> why won't you talk to me, Mr. Coach Klein? It's me, Bobby. Henry uh, Winkler was in Cleveland. Yeah. Was that? He, he was, was in just, Cleveland yeah, on a book in, tour. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I saw him at Slimans, and I was like, I've never met the, I've never met this guy in my life, but something about just seeing pictures of him makes me so happy. He he's, looks like a sweet. He's he's, he's a legendarily guy. delightful person, what is what a, everybody like, says. My my. Stories of like a friend meeting someone was that my friend Pete in high school met Henry Winkler at the airport and they said he was like the nicest guy and like bought them lunch and shit. Yeah. Just like, hey, I'll take care of that. Total mensch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Total mensch. And they're like, oh, thank you so much. And like, you didn't have to do that. Yeah. Sweet. So he's, he's, he's got, I also forgot he was in the water boy. I don't know how I forgot he was in the water boy. That was kind of what brought him back into more prominent roles yeah because you know he did he did uh happy days and then like he meandered around like tv and film but after he did that he kind of cut his bona fides as a comedic actor in a different in a completely different way than the Fonz. and so then he started getting things and like if he didn't do the water boy he's definitely not gonna be in barry but he was in water boy and then he was in uh Arrested Development, and then he oh, got like other right. shows. Like he, he, that the Water Boy was definitely a springboard to him being not typecast as the Fonz anymore. Which is a good thing because yeah. I mean the Fonz was literally what fifty five years ago. <laughs> yeah, like it was. Yeah. He just came. Well, I mean, it was 80s. a show in the seventies oh, about fifties, <laughs> right? So yeah. like, wow. so it feels like yeah. it happened ninety years yeah. ago. But so yeah. even in like the eighties, the Fonz was a fucking joke like you know it was i mean yeah he was a cultural i mean he he was an iconic for a long time just for that and it's a level of famous like even if that's all he ever did that's that's yeah, he mm-hmm. been a lot of people have coasted off just being mm-hmm. the one thing yeah so hey. well one of the funniest things was on arrest development where when he he got hired on another show they replaced him his his lawyer character with uh, Scott Bayo. Scott Bayo. Bob Blah Blah. Yeah, Bob Blah Blah. <laughs> who, who replaced him on Happy Days, which is yeah. so fucking funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're like, we got to see if Scott Bayo will do this, and he did. And it's like, Bob Blah Blah. I'll never forget I saw the commercial. That's how the long ago it was. Bob Blah Blah. Yeah. Blah Blah Blah. I remember exploding laughter because they just cut to me. He goes, Bob Blah Blah. And I just like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's so, so fucking funny. Arrest Development is. Those like the three original seasons are some of the funniest fucking television that's ever been made. That's one I've never um, watched either. Oh yeah, it's on my list of well, wanting to watch, you. but I know the musical yeah. group that was nope. inspired by that show not as great, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Can't win them all <laughs> by uh, a decade before. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> decade yeah, for those half. people that yeah. think I'm really that stupid, yeah. it's uh... uh that's a good one to watch. Three, th- don't worry about the seasons that like Netflix made, but those yeah. first three seasons are fucking hysterical. Yeah. yeah, and if you, I feel like you like Jason Bateman. Oh my god, I will. Well, then you definitely got to. I know, and, I know. Uh, will Arnett, like that's what put he's good too. Yeah. Will Arnett on the map, and like uh, that, like Job's character in Tony Hill, like oh my god, that show. Bateman's one of my favorites. Yeah. There ain't no weak links on that show. No, that's that's Jessica a wild Walters cast. Yeah, is so fucking funny. Yeah, it's, I'm not like gonna pretend to be the biggest champion of that show, but yeah, that show is insane. That, that well those done. first three seasons, I, I'm very specific about that because the Netflix seasons were. 
It's not Sopranos, therefore I don't know everything about it, mm-hmm. but still very good. Um, so we're doing our we're gonna wrap up here in a bit, but we're gonna do a Christmas trip, like post Christmas trip, where we're all gonna go up to the comedy center. But after the, the comedy center, like there's not a ton of stuff to do in Jamestown. Should we do a Sopranos gift exchange that night? And then we'll film it and we can use it for an episode. The fuck do you mean by that? We all get each other. What do you mean? <laughs> she's getting into the spirit already. Yeah, she's already. <laughs> what the fuck does that? She's mean? our full Janice. <laughs> like, what, like, what do you mean? We can like, all I bring can each get... other casseroles of baked ziti. Okay. What? No fucking ziti. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, we, 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 we all get each other Christmas gifts that mm-hmm. are Sopranos themed or inspired. Okay. But like nothing crazy expensive, nothing okay. like. But like it's a good gag gift exchange. Yeah, it's okay. a good gag gift exchange. So like you got to like kind of get deep. Yeah. And like, okay, what can I get? You know. Yeah. I mean, you're in Jersey every couple of weeks, so like we'll you, figure you it out. Something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. Yeah, dude, I'm at your mercy with Jamestown, and I can guarantee you, I won't be doing any research on it between now and then. But yeah. We'll I mean, like, out. there's bars and stuff we can go to, but I just thought it'd be funny. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. We're, we're going to have a good time. time. And everything's, like, where we're going to be staying, it's all walking distance. Like, we, we just get Hell yeah. walking. Tommy, you're not Drew. the only one that's supposed to be out of town this weekend. Oh, yeah, you're not going. Oh, is the, oh, you're I was supposed to, to go to Goth Fire Festival, yeah. too, and yeah, I the whole thing got but so weird. But your credit card got stolen. <laughs> weird as shit. <laughs> Weirdest fucking thing. <laughs> Weirdest, weirdest thing, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not making it out there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, tears for fears. God damn it! Now it's gonna look. So I was popping the camera around, and I'm looking this way, but on the screen it looks like I'm looking at like my boobs, like, just <laughs> staring at Tom's tits. They don't know how we're set up in yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> just like the cut's gonna look really like. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. Uh, yeah, well, the Sopranos-themed right. gift exchange. Why don't we just dress like the Sopranos the whole time we're there? No, let's not do that. Okay. Oh. I, I think that'd be lost on most people. I think we still got to do the Sopranos uh, rave. Fuck yeah. Yes, we do. That's That's got to happen. We could do Sopranos rave at Old 86. That's the idea. We have to. Yeah. Everybody's got to dress up. Yeah. Can put a, buy a Satriali's banner and hang it over the front door. Yeah. <laughs> or the Bada Bing. The Bada Bing is Bada Bing, yeah. Bing for sure. Yeah. Uh, oh. All right, so who well, I'm fucking one up me? Show show who's boss, Tom. I can't right now. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can burp on command, but not good ones. Let's hear on on command one. Hold on. Uh, that was pretty good. It's pretty cute. Let's see what I got. Did you say it was cute? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Oh, that one hurt weird. I got, uh, no, I got nothing in the chamber. I just drank a spinach smoothie. So mm, yum. Sorry, guys. Humble brag over there. Right. It's the one nice thing I've put in my body in fucking days. So, <laughs> Don, that's a nice thing you put in your body for days. Just kidding. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me let me ask you this before we go: uh, Is a girl telling you that she went to a store where they sell dildos? A lightweight flirt to be like, hey, we can open up conversation to maybe talk about more uh, sexual things. I would think so, yeah. In my opinion, yeah. I wouldn't bring up dildos to somebody that, like, potentially had interest in me. Yeah, and unless like you've never shown interest in her, uh, like if you guys have been buddy buddy for a while, I could see that like not being flirty per se. That and that's kind of where it is. Like it's been buddy buddy mm-hmm. for a while. So it might just be like, hey, here's a ca- casual thing. Yeah, so I guess, I don't know. So uh, that's like, like if you brought up dildos, I'd be like, yeah, this is Tommy talking about dildos. Like, right, right. Big, like, yeah. that, I want to be like, <laughs> the door's open. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, it kind of just depends. I feel yeah. like any female that talks to a straight man just kind of always knows the door's open. <laughs> for, the man, like, for the man, yes. Any sane woman that's walking into a conversation mm-hmm. talking about dildos, like, yeah, asshole, I know, like, it's, yeah. I could yeah. probably have it whenever I wanted, but I'm, mm-hmm. honest question mm-hmm. about sex toys. All right. Well, that's, yeah. oh, sorry. It's enough. Okay. I can't help it. <laughs> Calm down. Are you, and we got a These big metal show to go to. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've had the vodka soda. Tasty, you want to try it? I know you're not. We'll sip. 
Ooh, wild cherry. The, the wild cherries. Mm-hmm. I like peach too. Peach was good. I'm about to get the hiccups, though, I think. Oh, one more thing before I These go. These are like better high noons. Mm-hmm. I do I like that. I do. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty good. Uh, I did uh, the Boogered Up podcast, and uh, Travis does, like, they're not dip, but they're like nicotine pouches, and you just suck on them. Mm-hmm. And I don't fuck with any of that stuff. But I was like, oh, I'll I try you. one of these oh, did you on the podcast. No, I didn't puke, because it's not like dip. Okay. It's just like flavored nicotine. So it's basically like the vape of dip. But you're still stuffing it like. Yeah, yeah stick it in your gum, and then you get like a huge rush of nicotine into your system, which I don't fuck with nicotine. Yeah. So like this is Have not Have you ever smoked or cigarettes or done nicotine? I've, I've smoked a few cigarettes. I, like I, I told him on the podcast, I've smoked maybe 12 cigarettes in my entire life. Okay. Yeah. Like it's like probably less than that. Uh, and so when I. And and it's also been a long time since I've smoked one, so nicotine is not something that I do regularly. Like I'll hit someone's vape if I'm fucking wasted. Yeah. But usually I just kind of like do like a little quick quick boy. I'm like not trying to get all vaped up there, and so I put this pouch in, and immediately I'm like, I can already feel this into my bloodstream and. And then I got the hiccups for oh. like twenty minutes, <laughs> and we're just dying because like like it happens so like. I put it in my mouth, and a minute and a half later, I'm like, <laughs> like so. I would rather just smoke a cigarette, and I've never smoked cigarettes yeah. in my entire life. Yeah, so it was, but it, it was a funny bit. So check out the Boogered Up podcast to, to see Booger that. Booger Boys. Uh, and we're, we're going to, they're working on a studio here where we'll be able to have more people on. It'll be less awkward than we have to, like, hide behind monitors and shit. And uh, we're going to have those guys on uh, once that's all built and uh Pants, you got to get on their podcast because Tommy's done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've not gotten boogered up yet. Yeah, well, they're uh, they're, they're very fun. They, I think they record on Wednesday. No, they're nice dudes. Yeah. I've met them. Yeah, I think they would uh, like that. That cross promotion with them is also very fun because they're just good dudes. And then we watched uh, the Browns and Bengals game at the same time in their studio, like two TVs going and. Uh, they gamble a lot too, so it was, it was a fucking fun Sunday. We had a good time. Hell yeah! yeah. All right, get tickets for my comedy special taping December twenty second. Uh, I'm at the Funny Stop the twenty fourth and twenty fifth of November. Tickets for that as well, uh, all available at BillSquire.com. Tommy, Tommy LC on OnlyFans, Fansly, sub please. Pants, come the old eighty six on fifty third in Detroit. Don't even bother with social media. Just go to the bar. Don't fucking... You skip the internet. We got a highball machine now. Quit fucking around. You can't drink through the internet. You can't. But you can watch uh, the greatest show on Reels right now, which is... Now uh, that's what I call alcohol. Alcohol, which people fucking love that show. You should. It's fucking great. It is. You know what's even better? Drinking at Old 86. In person. Right. Okay. In person. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'll guys- show you the videos off my phone if you go there. You can watch <laughs> there you them. Go. Well, I'll, 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 you're not. Just it's come. streaming. Yeah. All right. 24 hours a day. All right. Quarter See you guys joke. next week. Bye. Bye.